Good morning. Welcome to All Souls Unitarian Universalist Church. We're delighted that you've decided to spend this morning with us. Um, Honoring diversity is an important part of our tradition. To that end, we endeavor to treat respectfully those around us and among us who have differing views on just about anything. That's our challenge. That's our covenant. Whatever your age, ability, economic status, race, origin, orientation, gender, identity, background, or history, or faith position, we welcome you and we thank you for choosing to be with us today. We hope that you will discover as we have that uh, diversity adds to the depth of experience of community. And we've discovered that we don't have to think alike or believe alike in order to walk in reverence and integrity and foster compassion for a world that needs it so desperately. We have in the pews in front of you blue cards that if you would like to, you can fill those out um, and let us know that you were here, that uh, that way you can receive a phone call if you would like to. Uh, you can mark that on there, or we can send you email if you would like us to, and we can send you the newsletter if you would like us to. Um, you could put those in the offering basket a little bit later on when they go around uh, the room. Oh, if you would like an appointment with somebody from the staff, you can mark that on there as well. Uh, let's see. The activities of the church are listed in the orders of service, and visitors and guests are welcome at all of these activities. Uh, contact numbers are there for, to give you more information if you'd like it about any of those. Um, please consider yourself formally invited. Today, after the worship service, there's a potluck. We'll be having roundtable discussions about a lot of stuff, and you can see what kind of diversity is represented here. If you come to those, hopefully tables won't be formed around particular views. I want to thank all of those who attended the workshop this weekend. I think it was really good. I think a lot of people that were there got a lot out of it. Um, it was with Carrie Stewart, and it was on welcoming diversity. This is Black History Month. We want to be aware of that. Uh, we're coming up to President's Day, and we want to remember that John Adams, John Quincy Adams, Millard Fillmore, Howard Taft, and discussably Thomas Jefferson were Unitarians. Um, this is also the end of the 30 days of love, and in keeping with that tradition, as, as something that we were doing in our denomination. Um, I wanted to quote Dr. King by saying, justice at its best is power correcting everything that stands against love. At this time, I'd invite you to please silence your electronic distractions and put them away, if you will. Try to be here. Let yourself self settle and take a few breaths and enjoy the worship service.
We are called to worship this morning by the prophetic words of Hosea Ballou, 19th century preacher who preached the healing and transforming power of universalism, and who said, if we agree in love, there is no disagreement that can do us any injury. But if we do not, no other agreement can do us any good. Let us endeavor to keep the unity of the spirit in the bonds of peace. In that spirit, we endeavor to learn from the wisdom of the great traditions of the world. In this spirit, we endeavor to build bridges across all of the lines that might separate us within these walls and beyond. In this spirit, we gather in worship. And I'll ask the second through fifth graders to come up and help lead the chalice lighting. Do you like to light? We light this chalice to celebrate Unitarian Universalism. This is the church of the open mind. This is the church of the helping hand. This is the church of the loving heart. May we walk in grace. And may the mystical light of the universe shine upon our path as we dedicate ourselves to seeking those things, both personal and universal, that will make this world a better place for If you'll stand in body or spirit and join me in the unison affirmation, which is printed in your order of service. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest for truth is its sacrament and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge and freedom, to serve human need, to the end that all souls shall grow into harmony with the sacred. Thus do we covenant with each other. Um, for those of you who are visiting or here for the first time, this is our, um, in our religious education classes, we do what we call pillars or thematic units. And this is the end of our unit on world religions. And it's also the last day of something called, as Barbara mentioned, something called the 30 days of love. And one of the focuses of the 30 Days of Love, we have a campaign called Standing on the Side of Love that where we work on things like marriage equality and immigration. And, um, and interfaith communication was a big part of this, this year's 30 Days of Love. And it was perfect for us because it landed right in our world religions pillar, right when we celebrated World Religion Day, all of those things. So um, at this time... To stand on the side of love is also to stand on the side of love for the planet. And the Native American traditions teach us a way of honoring this home we share um, and the web that supports us all. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. recognized the power of love as expressed by all faiths. In 1967, he spoke these words to the anti-war group Clergy and Laity Concerned. 
When I speak of love, I am not speaking of some sentimental and weak response. I am speaking of the of that force which all of the great religions have seen as the supreme unifying principle of life. Love is somehow the key that unlocks the door which leads to ultimate reality. This Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Jewish, Buddhist belief about ultimate reality is beautifully summed up in the first epistle of St. John. Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. To preserve this place where we are called to stand always on the side of love, we will now receive the gifts of the people. May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those who's, with oceans to cross, a bridge for those with rivers to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. Will you join me in the spirit of prayer? Spirit of life and of love, we are grateful for this tradition that not only allows, but encourages and calls us to draw strength and wisdom from the stories and teachings of all the great religions of the world. Help us to seek knowledge, not only in freedom, but in the spirit of respect and openness. Openness to learning and an openness to the connections and relationships that come along with this learning with other people and with the ultimate by whatever name we may call it. Not as tourists, but as true pilgrims. Help us as we embrace and learn from difference to stand with our faith partners, to be allies and bridge builders across all of those lines that might separate us. And also to be allies to ourselves, to give ourselves permission to seek refuge in the spiritual wisdom that has meaning and comfort for us. We carry all of these hopes at the quiet center as we enter the silence. So we're coming to the end of, as I said, something the Unitarian Universalist Association has called the 30 Days of Love. It started on the weekend of Martin Luther King's birthday. I wonder if any of you may happen to download the 30 Days of Love calendar and do any of the activities that were there. Um, that's okay if you didn't, because like I said, as a church, we've really not done too badly at it. We've done fairly well at covering a number of them. Um, as I said earlier, a big focus of this 30 days was Think Interfaith. And um, of course, we are already part of something called Northern and Central Louisiana Interfaith that works on making changes in our community, to, works with people of other faiths and from other organizations. 
We participated in World Religion Day, which my husband likes to call the trade show of religions or the science fair of religions. It's where there was um, displays of the amazing religious diversity in Shreveport. And one of the things in the 30 Days of Love was to notice on your way to church how many different faith traditions are represented. And I thought about that. When you drive to church in Shreveport, usually, by whichever way you come, and if you come out Jefferson Page Road, maybe you pass the Hindu temple, but you really aren't, you probably aren't going to see the true religious diversity in Shreveport by looking at buildings, because we have a very active Hindu community that has a beautiful temple, but again, it's, it's way out on Jefferson Page Road. We have three or four very active Buddhist groups in town, but they tend to meet in people's houses or in storefront type places. Um, one of them meets here. We have a meditation group that meets here on Saturday morning. Um, so I would encourage you anytime that you have a chance to be exposed to some of the religions that you wouldn't think you would see in Shreveport. We had 20 different faith groups represented at World Religion Day this year. That's from right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From right here in this community. So, um, and uh, also in the 30 Days of Love, as I said earlier, um, it deals with immigration. We had Lillian Moskalin to speak here with us about her work down at the Mexican border and hope to have her back soon before she moves to Ohio. And one of the activities was learning the five pillars of Islam, which the second through fifth graders did this time. So we've We've done all right. You don't have to go, oh, man, I didn't get that calendar because, you know, a lot of you are doing it anyway. Um, huh? You didn't? <laughs> like I said, you were anyway. We heard the story of Muhammad and how he answered the call. And a number of us yesterday had a tremendous opportunity to answer the call in a different way. The call not only to learn more about the diversity present right here among our members and friends here within these walls, but to learn some better ways that we might be able to go out from here and be the bridge builders and be the allies for those who need us. And even, even to listen with love to the language of prejudice and hate, that we might hear what's at the root of it and might be able to, to interrupt it. Not, and I don't mean interrupt like, how dare you say that? But I mean interrupt like to hear the fear that's at the root of it, to hear because almost always that's what it is, right? It's fear. And when we can calm ourselves and when we can speak from a calm center and we can say, tell me more about that, even when inside we want to go, oh my God, I can't believe you're saying that. It's, it's a good skill to develop. And if we draw strength and inspiration from this work from other traditions, it's not because we're religious tourists, but because it comes to us directly from our own history as a faith tradition. The Unitarian tradition of the oneness and unity of God, or source, ground of being, whatever we are comfortable calling it. Universalist teaching that no one is separated from the love of God. No one need be separated from love, period. And this loving idea of the ultimate reality, it's big enough and it's expansive enough and it's inclusive enough to make room for the stories and the wisdom of many traditions and for us to be partners with the people who practice them.